Greetings and welcome to Notes from a Lesser Reality, a collection of my writings, perspectives and thoughts starting from late 2021 and ongoing. And now for the talk. The non-material or non-visible realm does not lie dormant. It is active constantly. It is what infuses and makes possible the world we know and see. The intangible realm of vital forces is what we often call the spiritual dimension, for within it lies the conscious intelligences that establish material life. Spiritual matters have long been an abstract thing for many people, yet they are no longer to remain so abstract. They are now to flow into culture, not only through so-called spiritual channels, but through all manner of ways, including people. The flow and merger between the supersensory world and the sensory world, that is, the realm of the phenomenal, has always been in operation. Only now, it looks set to increase. Materialism is all good and well, yet up to a certain point. This is recognized by some as the fall, the deep immersion into physical reality. To a certain degree, this immersion into physicality was necessary for developing individualism and to perceive existence in relation to source. Once this recognition is gained, then begins the return journey back to source or origin consciousness. However, if a species remains too long within the grip of materialistic forces, then a hardening or deadening can occur that crystallizes certain faculties and organs of perception which leads to an evolutionary stagnation. As such, the stagnation of evolvement can be due to the over-influence of entropic forces. The impulse of Spiritual knowledge, that is, developmental forces, descending into the physical world, has been opposed by other forces that do not wish for people to discover their inner freedom. Yet this time, this moment in human development, has been foreseen and, on some levels, even planned for. What is to come about has been viewed as inevitable by those who know what is at stake. The entropic forces that exist in opposition aim to over-materialize materialism. They intend to deepen the entanglement within physical matter and to create artificial material forms 
that would not have arisen in the natural course of human involvement. This is a matter of exercising certain powers upon the physical plane. This is being applied in such a way as to block a renewal of human culture beyond materialism and to direct it into a new form of materialism, a more etheric form that seems unmaterial. This is what I refer to as the fallacy of materialism. The digital virtual realms, whilst seeming contrary to physical materialism, are in fact working to deepen human entanglement in material forces. These digitized spaces, because of their sense of non-physicality, are really an etheric manifestation of materialism, or rather, a realm of theoretical materialism. Theoretical materialism signifies a reality construct that does not need to be physical to the touch, yet is based on, or is a projection, a projection from, a material foundation. Within both the theoretical and regular mode of materialism, the human being is encapsulated within an amalgamation of material processes. It is also a world of facts and external evidence that a person becomes lost within. All life experience proceeds from this material realm, and this conditions the human being to gain a view of life that is factually based and to accept that there is no other reality except this world of materialism and factual experience. Any notion of the soul or spirit of the transcendental impulse is either regarded as being a byproduct from material reality or is rejected altogether as a false notion. This is the power of the immersion into matter reality. Deep materialism finally becomes a cosmology of entropy and decline. It leads to mechanical, artificial modes of thinking that eventually brings about a stagnation in those forces driving human development. If continued, these materialistic forces carve out a path of technological advancement and evolution that further blocks vital spiritualized forces. In this route, the human being strives for greater material benefits, yet neglects the vital human forces of spiritualized connection. Our current epoch is concerned with the development of the material world, and if the human being is not to degenerate totally into a mere accomplice of machines, then a path must be found which leads from the mechanical impulse towards a life of the spirit. However, entropic forces are in play that are opposed to forms of spiritualization or spiritual freedom and which work to reduce and eventually dispose 
of spiritual seeking and to replace it with an ethereal and otherworldly virtual paradise where all needs can be fulfilled by illusion. A part of this supra-materialism is the notion of immortality that is arising through transhuman tropes. This can be referred to as the immortality falsehood as it works not through the spirit soul but through a prolongation of the physical life experience by merger with machinic forms. This is a mode of potential immortality within the physical sphere but not within the spiritual. In the end, it is an entrapment for it disavows the inner spirit release from the physical domain. This can lead to a state of soullessness within the human being as the contact with source becomes, over time, diminished. Or, perhaps this materialistic transhumanist agenda will attract those people already without full spirit-soul incarnation. It may be that there are people walking around in physical incarnation, in physical bodies, yet who are lacking, for want of a better word, a soul. Rudolf Steiner made note of this a hundred years ago when he said, quote, A kind of surplus of individuals is appearing in our times who are without egos, the I, who are not truly human beings. This is a terrible truth. They make the impression of a human being if we do not look closely but they are not human in the fullest sense of the word. End quote. Steiner warned us to be aware that what we encounter as human beings in human form may not always have to be what it appears to be. He stated that the outer appearances can be just that, appearance. He went on to state... Quote, we encounter people in human form who only in their outer appearance are individuals. In truth, these are humans with a physical, etheric and astral body, but beings are embodied in them, beings that make use of these individuals in order to operate through them. End quote. What this refers to is that human bodies can be vessels for other beings to operate through. This makes us realize that the world of spirit may not always be what we have thought it to be. In other words, it may not be all divine light and ascension. It also involves the aspect of discernment. For there are players and forces that wield a great deal of influence within the physical world. And some of these influences act through the presence of certain individuals that may appear outwardly normal. In this light, a completely different kind of spirituality is at work in present-day humanity. It may be inferred, without sounding dramatic, that certain power groups 
and their important individual members are influenced and perhaps dominated by a non-human species of being that are intent on implementing non-human objectives. Such groups and individuals would, in this case, exhibit a distinct lack of soul, i.e. empathy and compassion, and would appear to others as displaying almost sociopathic tendencies. Yet, at the same time, such people can appear unusually charismatic and are able to exert great influence over other people, especially with their words and speeches, whilst being themselves emotionally stunted. To consider this further, such beings might be motivated in their actions to attempt to block other human beings' connection to their own individual inner spiritual impulse. By a range of actions, they could focus on distracting people away from the notion of a metaphysical reality and of their inherent connection to source or a realm of vital conscious intelligence beyond matter-reality. In extreme cases, such players might even target the bio-psycho-human body in an attempt to sabotage the vessel so as to make it a less viable vehicle for the soul-spirit incarnation. What else might they hope to achieve? Again, referring to Rudolf Steiner, he stated that, quote, their objective is to maintain the whole of life as a mere economic life, to gradually eradicate everything else that is part of the intellectual and spiritual life, to eradicate the spiritual life precisely where it is most active and swallow up everything through the economic life, end quote. By hijacking cultural, social and economic systems, the focus turns away from the inner life, which tends to be more active once people have satisfied their primary needs. Also, if there are uncertainties, disruptions and fluctuations in these systems, then people can become psychologically influenced in a negative way. That is, for those people who come under the domination of such economic forces, i.e. are subservient through debt, they are more likely to experience a loss of personal empowerment and will. If we take only a cursory glance at the actions of many incumbent leaders, politicians, corporate businesses, financial institutions and more, we can see a clear lack of any soulful behavior or intent. Quite the contrary, many of these individuals and groups seem determined to curtail human freedoms, sovereignty and inner empowerment. If Steiner were alive today, he would no doubt say that what we are currently witnessing upon the physical plane is an act of soulless terraforming of the planet and a controlling manipulation of the human life experience by nefarious forces that have anti-human aims and intentions. Perhaps this is why so many people today 
are experiencing depression, frustration and apathy, a paralysis of will from which they feel unable to resolve. This gets manifested as a sense of weariness and dissatisfaction that is projected out into their everyday lives. Because of this and other factors, the consciously aware person of today is being asked to step into their role as a physical representative of sacred life. It is important that metaphysical realities are never diminished or disowned, and that the life of the spirit remains healthy and strong in expression within physical life. If there is ever a struggle against the human soul, then we may be witnessing this in these current times. We would do well to remember that each person possesses that special treasure that can never be taken from them. And this is the true eternal and genuine immortality. These are the times to be soulful and to bring forth the human spirit. Until next time, stay grounded.